This is the season finale of uh, The Dutch Hall with Pete Van Dyke. This is it, folks. Yeah, season eight coming to the close. Eight long years of hilarity in a pool shed with a little bit of time spent in a church. And uh, we're bringing a very interesting season to a close. Transitional season, I would say. It uh, <laughs> We definitely uh, you know, uh, tried some things that didn't work throughout the year. Tried some things that I think did. And uh, so we'll try to bring back the best of them. And I think you adjusted to COVID well. You think so? I think so. Well, look at this room right now. Look at this room right now. Fucking Om- Omicron can't get it anywhere with this triangular. No. Nope. This uh, triangulation that I set up. No, and then our halos are burning out all movement. Right. Those yeah. are those are Omicron zappers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways, long pause for my booze. I'm back on the hooch for this one. We're going to have a couple drinks. We're going to uh, celebrate our successful season, whether uh, the people agree or not. It's the only way we know how, buddy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know what? There's only one way to get this thing d- uh, started, and that is our good old-fashioned theme song. Let's hear it. Thank you and welcome, everyone, <laughs> to the Dutch Hall. I am your host, Pete Van Dyke, and we are here in the pool shed to close out our eighth year of doing this podcast. It's, uh, I think, our 300, oh, 386th episode. Oh, shit. Ooh. Yeah, today. So uh, a lo- another year coming to a close during the holiday season, and we have the all-star lineup of season eight. In the house to close this out strong, ladies and gentlemen, let's start with the man that's behind the soundboard. Ladies and gentlemen, it is my pleasure to introduce to you, officially, Kevin Fingers, Fingers Lynn Benjamin. Thank you. Oh, Fingers is in the house today, and I think he's feeling strong. Do you feel better a week a week with a nickname under your belt, oh Fingers? Oh, my God. It's, it's incredible. It's been an incredible week. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. A little bit more confidence? Yes. A little yeah. bit more... Uh, Walking maybe tall. More direction? Yes, my... You got <laughs> goals now in your life? I do. I you do. got finger-related goals? You got it. You got it. All right. See, that's what we wanted to do with Kev. And uh, beside him... Is uh, everyone's, uh, I think everyone's favorite. Yes. Yeah, right. Uh, really, if people had to pick their favorite, I think, don't think anyone's going to pick another person. Ladies and gentlemen, Derek the Beaver Van Hooten, everyone. Derek, pleasure to close out the season. It wouldn't have been the same without you. Yeah, buddy. I feel good to be yeah. here. You know, it does create a nice dynamic to have three people. I do I do like that, the, the three people. And that's not to discount our next guest here. Ladies and gentlemen... A new addition to the team this year. He's the one that watches over the pool shed <laughs> at all times. Yeah, me and him have had a troubled year. I'm not going to lie to you. We've had uh, our ups and downs. 
But I want to end this out uh, strong. We've had a great week together uh, this week, and I'm hoping to talk about it. Ladies and gentlemen, Charter's Robot, everyone. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Pete. Uh, we're going to get into a, a great story. Uh, me and uh, Charter's Robot uh, went out on a uh, excursion this week, so I want to talk about that after the introductions. He's, he's got a little pep in his step by the looks of it. He's wound up today. Yeah. He's wound up today. <laughs> I just got to tell you, he's wound up. It's like uh, he's a little excited. I don't know what to expect from him today, but uh, we'll get into our story uh, because, uh, yeah, he had an interesting outing. And uh, it may not happen for a while again, so uh, he, he better have enjoyed himself. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he did. Yeah, uh, Ladies and gentlemen, uh, Char- did we already do Charter's Robot? Yeah, so yeah. the only one left to introduce is uh, myself, the host of this program, and two-time, two-time. President's Club Award winner, uh, Pete Van Dyke, everyone. There you go. All right. We are the Dutch Hall. So I think we're actually rocking on the, both of the uh, platforms, which is good. Uh, I can stop talking about that shit. Boy, I beat myself up over that. Promised all those guys that Dan Brennan response last week and then totally fucked them all over. Yeah, but it added some uh, necessary suspense. Mm. Yeah, there was a bit of people wanting it. They were asking for it, you know? Yeah, so they got it. Yeah, it's, always uh, people wanting more. Yeah. But I, I got to tell you about this whole conflict between Dan and Joe is that um, I feel bad. You know, like, I really do. I wanted to make it wrestling and get them all like fired up and watch them punch each other and stuff. And then, but the reality, like I thought it was all going to be in jest, you know? Mm-hmm. And then, it, I, and I'm wondering if they're really mad at each other. If they are, I, I feel bad. I feel responsible for it. Was there a little bit of truth in jest? Huh? Was there a little bit of truth in their jest maybe? Yeah. Like, I don't know if real feelings were hurt, you know? Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, I'm, I'm like, uh, like, uh, like I'm the one that's uh, benefiting from this, right? Yeah, the but, puppet master. But they are having an actual, real life. If they're having a real conflict, if it's real, then I would feel bad because I was the catalyst for the conflict. They're right? having a little quarrel. Because let's face facts: it, Dan would never have heard what Joe said about him <laughs> had I not told him, True. like, "Hey, uh, Joe said this about you," and I'll send you the clip. <laughs> <laughs> I got evidence. Yeah, so like <laughs> that one's on me. <laughs> so I do feel bad about it. But anyways, uh, yeah, but we're all responsible for the, with everything we say, right? Sure. Yeah, conflict's good too. A little conflict's good. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe it makes we're in gross. front of the mic because we don't give a fuck. That is true. Yeah, right? bunch of honey badgers. Yeah, not giving a fuck. Yeah, that's right. I know. I just feel sad if anyone gets their feelings hurt for real. I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. I like they're actually my friends for real. I don't know why. Like, I really don't. Yeah, like, I really don't know why. <laughs> he, he, he throws in a consoling effort and then just follows it up by, yeah, Jesus. What a Every time I admit that Joe's my friend, my legit friend, I have to go, ugh, like that after. Because it is, he is my, he is my real friend. Like, he's mm-hmm. he's been a real good friend to me at certain times in my life. Like, I don't want to get into the details, but he has been a good friend to me. And then I'm like, ah. Uh, you know, like I'm, I'm, uh, I'm forever indebted, kind of like I'll just gonna, so I put up, I'll put up with so much shit. So you're at arm's reach with them? No, I'm, yeah, like I'll just put up with them. Like you know how you, if you have a person you don't like, uh, and they're like uh, a pain in the ass to be around, you just don't hang around them, right? But sure. but like when you have a friend and they're a pain in the ass, you're like oh, I'll put up with it, you know. 
you'll just make fun of it or whatever, deal with it. Like your wife, for example, even like you'll put up with stuff that your wife does that you wouldn't put up with like just some strange lady. That's you know? fair, yeah, yeah. You know, because you just, you know, you got to deal with this person forever, you know, or whatever for a long time. Right. <laughs> so like um, same too with like my friend, some of my friends, you know, like there's things about them that like, uh, you know, they drive me crazy, but then you're like that, but they're a good friend. And I'd rather have the good friend put up with the crap, you know? True. Because it's hard to find a good friend. Yes, that's true. Especially this day and age. Yeah, somebody that you can kind of trust. They're going to tell you the truth. They're going to, like, look out for you. Like, they are not don't want anything bad happening. And, you know, like, those are just people that, you know, it doesn't, you're not asking for much. Just a, just an honest, decent person, you know, mm-hmm. to be honest. Like, that's all you really want to look for. Yeah, but, yeah, sometimes it feels like it's hard to find. I'm not going <laughs> to lie to you. There's probably times where people don't like me and they just put up with me. It's just natural. Well, there's it, there's all, there's quirks about all of us that are annoying after right. a while, you know. Like I know for my for myself, I would consider yeah most of my personality fit that category. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, I don't. I would think, but I don't know. It's funny, eh? Like different people have different like perceptions of you, right? Because they'll only see you in certain settings, right? You know? Right. Like, I would see only know people from, like, Buck and Does or something like that, and then I would be like, that person's, like, a terrible drunk person, a you know? Because you only see them, like... At, True, in their, in their most extreme setting. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And then you realize, oh, no, they actually have a real job, and they are a good parent and all the rest of it, and then you're like, they're, they're just, like, letting loose at that every time I see them. They just know? really <laughs> badly needed to let loose when you saw them. Yeah. It's funny how you said that Buck and Does, like... It's almost, a lot of like a, it's almost like a retired word. <laughs> Buck and does? Yeah. yeah. Like they used to be every weekend. Yeah. Buck and does, yeah. When when your friends are all that marin age, yeah, you're going to buck and does all the time. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Then you just start going to other people's just because it's going on. Yeah. Yeah. I had people <laughs> of mine. They were helpful, but I didn't know them. You know, they never even helped me clean up at the end. Yeah. Do you ever have somebody uh, try to, at your wedding, try to uh, crash it? Yeah, we had people crash our wedding. Yeah, we did. I can name them. Oh, really? Like people you know? Yeah. I did. I did too. They thanked me. Oh, <laughs> they they shook my hand at the end of the wedding and said they had a great time. Thank you for letting us come to your wedding. I'm like, I don't fucking invite you. I didn't invite you. I don't know who you are. You know. And then uh, turns out I'm waiting to get a gift or something. There's no gift. I asked around who it is, and now I know who it is. Like it's like, but it was like my wife's sister invited them. Oh. Oh shit! They just, like, like it was just an open invitation. For yeah, them. she's like, "You guys can all come to my sister's wedding. Come on, open bar. You can just come and drink at it." Like she just, you thought it was, yeah. We had I I <laughs> I I had, I had uh, two females at my wedding do that, and they yeah they just they just they had no remorse for it. I crashed. I have crashed a wedding before too. I have too, but I only did it to dance. I didn't. I didn't even drink. I just went in with my wife to dance. That was it. I was looking really? for a place. You did to it dance. with your wife. That's Ooh. even better. Like I bet you the sex that night was awesome. Well, I'm a romantic. I'm yeah. a romantic. Yes, that's what I do. I'll do anything for pussy uh, beaver. I'll tell you. Yeah, I'll do anything. I've, I try to get it in their minds. You know, I'm like, what can I do? I didn't Harlequin romances. Fuck her up. You know. Yeah. yeah. Dress like a stable boy or something like that. Go against my natural instincts. Yeah, I'm gonna do everything that I would don't normally do. <laughs> Naturally, yeah. What's gonna bite? 
Yeah, what kind of a fucking creature would she really want to be with? <laughs> I'll pretend I'm that for a day so I can get laid. Uh, yeah. Go get a nice pirate shirt. <laughs> Is that maybe she, you think Jane's into pirates? I don't know, but it seems like everybody on the cover of those romance books has a puffy shirt. Yeah, all I, as long as my shirt's flowing, I want wind blowing through my shirt. Your hair, maybe? Uh, well, it's not important with my hair anymore, but like I do, <laughs> I do want the shirt to be flowy. Yeah, make me feel like it's hair. And then, um, what else? Uh, probably, uh, uh, she'd probably puff your chest out when you're, when you're standing, get the old hamburger meat out. Yeah. Probably want to make that cock look good. eh? Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Tie it off around the base there. Yeah. Plump it up a bit. Yeah. Maybe get a fluffer. Oh, fluffer. I wanted to see if I can ask for that for Christmas. eh? (laughs) Hey, yeah, that's a good gift. Yeah. Maybe get a fluffer. Yeah, I was reading online today. There, there's women that are curious as to since the pandemic, what to do down below. Should they continue shaving it, or is there a new trend? I say less is more. You know what? I'm a fan of the bush. To be honest with you, bring yeah. back the bush. Bring back the bush. You're old school. Retro. I like it. I mean, I like it. Are you, are you a manicured bush person or just a? Full bore, like an old playboy. If I can be uh, a bit selective here about the t- about <laughs> yeah. what I would, act. yeah, be selective. I want it to look like you don't do anything like radical to it in the V part. Ah, that's, you know, that's not really being selective there, Pete. That's kind of get, no, <laughs> give it a V chunk to the clitoris. Oh, oh, right. You then lips and lips to asshole. Bear, bear, you clean. Yeah, yeah, clean that up. But the but above that, look like you're a grown up. I'm okay with that. Do you want it like sticking out of the underpanties? I don't care. I mean, at, at that point, I don't really care. Okay, because it's natural. The only reason the other stuff is like, eh, gets you know, it gets in your teeth. Yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, it gets in the way. Yeah, no, but, I was just curious. But the but as far as like the top part, like uh, bring it on. And <laughs> and once in a while, if it's just someone that lets the whole area go, and uh, as a as a curiosity, or maybe it is a throwback to younger days, <laughs> you, uh, I uh, just, I really feel like a sense of nostalgia. Uh, you know, I really I enjoy it. You know, I'm like, ah, look at that. Look at that big hairy pussy. I'm like, <laughs> I like it. You know, I like that that exists. Because you don't see it often, but when you stumble upon it and you click on those things enough, it'll come up. Yeah, (laughs) like the old big satellite dish what you used to catch on them yeah there's all nice big bushes and all those things a big ridiculously big bushes like that was like unbelievable starting at the belly button yeah like how do you i was navigating some like just uh (laughs) how do you you cleanse that yeah (laughs) there's got to be repercussions to having that much uh, shit in the way, you know. See, for me, Bush is like the great white buffalo. Like it's, I, my generation was. It's like unheard of. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you never even had to deal with it, eh? Oh, they're like I've seen them. Yeah, I've, ex- <laughs> I've experienced them. Because yeah. when I but start, like, not in a not in an abundance amount though. Because my first time putting a, my hand on a girl's pants. This was uh, nineteen, probably nineteen ninety, and uh, I was four. I was in the front seat of my. Uh, I was in the front seat of my Mercury Monarch. I put my hand down her um, her jeans, which the, in those days the they were high. The jeans came up above the belly button for the above. The belly button was above. 
Well, like the the pants were above the belly button, you know. Yeah. So you had to undo the button just to get the belly button. But never fear. Like I've never had my hand on a girl's pants before. So you're like you're like elbow deep. <laughs> Well, fuck yeah, I mean, but, but but you don't you, you don't know where you're going. Yeah, you got to navigate the map. At first, you you hit hair almost right away. Like I'm there, <laughs> and then you're like, "Holy shit, I'm almost there!" <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah, you're just shy of the belly button, and there's already hair. You're like, "I got to be getting close to this hole," mm-hmm. and then you just keep going and going and going and going until you're like, "I'm gonna round the corner. I'm gonna be up there." <laughs> there it is. There it was. There it was. Yeah. <laughs> did you start stimulating the belly thinking that you were there at some point uh i did really push into the pubes you know <laughs> looking for stuff thinking there was something was like just in the pubic bone you're just like pushing in there like there's gonna be a hole in here somewhere you know? <laughs> yeah and then uh, you get deep enough but i was like but because of the waist was so high you like you said you're you're up to your elbow but by the time you're around the corner see for me my i was the generation where it was like like your you didn't your nail didn't get below, and you were there. Like there <laughs> those was low, oh yeah, those low rise, low rise, low rise yeah. man. I, yeah, no clip hoppers, hey. And and <laughs> like my generation was the big flared pants came back out, and the yes. women were wearing them, and then low cut, real low. I yeah. did not like low cut that low cut era because somehow it spilled over, and I couldn't find a pair of pants with my ass crack hanging out. <laughs> and I'm like, I didn't choose to join this yeah. club. Why yeah. can't I buy a regular pair of pants anymore? You didn't want to wear a nice pair of low cut. <laughs> Jesus, everything was. It's like when skinny jeans are yeah. fashionable. Every time I try on a pair of pants now, I, it's like so tight. I, go, yeah. I was like, I can't wear this shit. Not made for the li- large thighed man. I like a nice stretchy material. Yeah. Oh yeah. See, you know what I hate? Give buying, me some forgiveness. Well, <laughs> buying pants is, is I'll buy five different kinds, like an idiot, and then one pair will fit amazing. Yeah. And then I'll be like, "Fuck! I wish I just bought three. five of those." Yeah. Yeah, that's what's good about online shopping now because you find one pair of pants that fit, and then you just check the label out, and you can. F- Order that exact thing, right? That you that fit, and maybe you get a different color or whatever. But you can, you know this thing fits like you can order that those specifications. You're right. Yeah. Once you find something you like, but see uh, these days, my like I let my wife buy jeans for me recently, like the last sets that were came into my house, right? And it's like putting like I need a fucking pair of pliers to get them down my leg. They're Skinny. super tight. Oh fuck. Yeah, I don't they're, know they're, why they're loose in the in the from the fucking waist to the knee, but then it gets fucking tight in a hurry. Yeah, listen, to this I don't want to I don't want to be saying uh, I don't want to be saying mean things around the holidays, Beaver. But I'm gonna have to give your wife a stern talking to on this program. I'm gonna give it to her right now, okay? <laughs> okay. And I'm, I'm sorry to do this around the holidays, but you know what? You're my friend. Yeah, and I need and, to hear it. And your wife is my friend. Yes. And as both of your friends. I need to be, to be honest with you right now, okay? I'm going to tell this to Julie. Yeah. So you, if she doesn't listen to the show, you pass this message on to your wife, oh, I'm okay? I'm going to pass it on. <laughs> I ain't fucking around with this message. <laughs> serious. This is serious business. Your wife married a fucking man. Yeah. Right? Did she not? She did. Did she not marry Derek the fucking Beaver Van Hooten? Yes, she did. Right, and when you marry a stallion like Beaver, you don't dress him in things that are going to make him feel like less of a man. You can't strap him down. 
No. <laughs> you know what you, she should be buying you? She should be buying you fucking leather chaps or something like that. <laughs> you know, like a, or like a, like the Borat, that even gear? The Borat banana hammock or something like yeah, that. Yeah, something, or, you, you know, something that's going to make you feel like a, you know, yeah. like like a raw hide, uh, you know, something that's going to accentuate the fact that you're a man, you know? Mm-hmm. Like maybe, uh, unless know. she's trying to get me, like she's trying to emphasize my nether regions to the world. Or she's trying to make people not look at your nether regions. Yeah. Yeah, but you know what? Because your reputation. Oh, so she's showcasing your junk by giving me a tight pair of pants. I think so. Uh, well, you know what? I, God damn it. I got so riled up without thinking it through, Beaver. And now I've just went and said yeah. all those mean things to you. She's wife. a proud woman. You know what? But I still think this. If, you know, because I can't falter for that. If she's proud of her husband having a huge cock. Yeah. And she wants him to wear pants that are going to be uncomfortable for him. But it's going to make her feel like when she's out with her girlfriends, she's she's like, Beaver's like uh, fucking limping in because his cock hurts <laughs> and his tight pants. <laughs> and uh, she's coming into the Christmas party and just being like, uh, oh, did you guys get a new, uh, uh, like a boat or something for Christmas? <laughs> you know, uh, I got my husband this pair of pants to accentuate his huge cock. Yeah. Uh-huh, who wins? Me. My <laughs> husband's like fucking creaming me every night with stretching the walls or whatever, you know? Check out this baby arm. Yeah. Yeah. Ever, your wife would trade in her fucking boat for that. Right? Damn it! All, who I got, who all I got was a boat. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, damn it. That's what I mean. So I don't falter for it. I see it her way now. Maybe you should just fucking shut up and pull those pants down with your pliers and go yeah. on. That's why I got to wear my go back to my roots and get the ones that I bought every now and then. Kind of let the let the air flow. Yeah, I find every time my wife says you look really good. I feel so uncomfortable. Like, I feel like I do not agree with her. Here's a nice tight sweater. Like, yeah. you're, not in your, you're not in your skin is yeah. what you're getting at. Yeah, like, this This how I am right now for the show. This, I feel good. I have no combed hair, right? <laughs> like, I have not touched my hair since I woke up maybe two days ago. They, uh, like, a, a, I'm wearing, like, pants that feel great. A hoodie and a Real t-shirt or whatever, you know. I just everything just feels comfortable. I don't have any. Um, uh, I don't care what I look like. I'm not like uh, worried. What you know? Like I don't even understand people who who care what they look like. This is a safe space in here. Huh? This is yeah. your safe space. Yeah, and if people see me online forever with like uh, hair that makes me look stupid. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> I would just, like I don't care. I'll probably lose his hair within a year. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm not worried about it. Like it's not. It's going to be gone one day. Come back again, maybe. Maybe it won't. I don't care. Maybe it'll come in places you didn't expect. Ew. Big bush. Yeah. Yeah, that happens. Or my hair can grow back curly. Too. Eh? Yeah. It can be straight for my whole life, and then. Yeah, people lose their hair for chemo, and then it comes back curly. Hmm. Maybe yeah. not Maybe not for keeps, but for the first batch, both my sisters came back curly. It'd be kind of cool to have a nice fro. Yeah, maybe I'll come back with a big fro. If mine goes too long, I get too long hair, I get fro-like. Like it, it's like a big pile of puff. you got a Kramer hair, right? Yes, I do. Very Kramer hair. My brother-in-law, Jeff, same hair. Uh, rest in peace. Not Jeff, but his hair. It's gone. <laughs> 
wasn't good at first. <laughs> He's totally bald. That's good. Jeff's alive and well. I can't wait to spend Christmas with him next it is. It, And you know, how I knew it is. Caesar? is but he is very bald. Yeah, we'll probably mix up some Caesars. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> good call. My dad had heavy Kramer hair when he had hair. And Did so, your dad have hair like that too? Yeah. And then my grandfather seen a picture of him because I never met him and he had Kramer-like hair. My grandpa had Kramer-like hair too. My grandpa was very Kramer-like. It was like a Dutch thing. And you know, he had, uh, I think he had like one of those hair island things or like definitely the bald... <laughs> Bald spot on the oh, back yeah. or whatever. Oh yeah. So what he would do is he grow his bangs part out real long, and then he would like flip it over, like comb it back, you know, and it would cover that. Uh, I remember going over. My grandma was like, my grandma was in a wheelchair, and I was going over to like give her breakfast or whatever. And uh, my grandpa comes out to give me a bowl of cereal in the morning, but he's like kind of rough about it. Like he wasn't like a real like pleasant riser. <laughs> And, uh, so like he was like being pretty grumpy, like he throws me the bowl and like, he, like you know, he's like, you know, t- he's being real rough about the whole thing. And like one time I remember he's pouring the milk in my bowl of cereal and his hair like had, like it wasn't combed back. It was like, ha- <laughs> it was hanging down and it was hanging into my bowl of cereal. <laughs> like it was in the milk. You know? Oh, that's got some droop then. It was long, man. It was like super long to cover up. Like and- his ball spot must have been going really far back. <laughs> he was going. There was probably that moment where you're like, should I tell him? Should I say something or shouldn't I? Should I say something? Oh, I wouldn't have said it if you paid me a million bucks. Like he, he I was super intimidated by my grandpa, man. Like he was like uh, to be respected and I wasn't going to say nothing. I Plus those, that generation would hit you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, smack those oh, yeah. words right out of your mouth. Yeah, if, if you said something you, th- that he could be misconstrued as disrespectful at all, like I wouldn't say it. I was no. terrified. My brother would say it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he didn't even care about it. Like test the old waters. Yeah, and a lot of times it would work out for him because I think he, it was funny that this kid was like so like <laughs> ballsy or whatever. Yeah. But like, I would never in a million years. Like, I wouldn't even talk to an adult. If they asked me a question, I would usually answer it, and they would just laugh at me. So I don't even know what I said. Like minimum <laughs> words. You just kind yes, of, no. Yeah. So, yeah, I would be quiet. I'd just stay quiet so you don't get any shit. Hmm. And then um, every once in a while, then I saved it up till the I've turned 40. <laughs> now you're just lepping, lepping old people off everywhere you go. <laughs> mm. Let it all out. Yeah, That's right. All right. Well, this is it. We actually have a schedule to get to for this show, so we got to whip through this thing, okay? We want to get the, the – this is the greatest hits of season eight. The greatest hits. We're going to do the greatest hits. So, uh, But the one thing we should do is get this business out of the way by doing a segment that we call Feedback. We got feedback. We got feedback. Welcome to Feedback. We got feedback. <laughs> there you go. Uh, today's uh, episode is brought to you by our friends, and these are our sponsors for this year. Uh, the sponsor for our show has been BetterHelp. You know, if you're having a hard time, you're feeling lonely, you're feeling, feeling isolated, you're feeling anxious, you're feeling like you need to talk to somebody, uh, don't uh, don't hesitate. Get Take care of your mental health. It's important. You know, go to, uh, one of the things you can do is go to betterhelp.com and uh, you can go and uh, get some professional help 
within 48 hours, you'll be contacted by a professional counselor. This is not a uh, self-help line. It's not a crisis line. It's professional counseling done discreetly. You can do it from anywhere you are in the world. You'll be connected with a counselor if you're not happy with it, what, if with the uh, um, care you're getting from your professional. You can switch at any time. What else? You don't have to wait in line. It's all like remote. It's, uh... Oh, and, and uh, Dutch Hall listeners can go to uh, betterhelp.com slash Dutch Hall. That's better, H-E-L-P.com slash Dutch Hall, and you'll get 10% off your first month. And then, Beaver, what are we saying? Click for a better tomorrow. There you oh. go. Oh, we can do that. <laughs> and uh, again, BetterHelp is a, a sponsor of this program. And Amazon, just if you got any shopping to do, go to uh, livefromthedutchhall.com, click on our Amazon banner, and uh, you can do your shopping. And uh, if you'd like to be, join the queen, Jen Husko, our queen, the person that we revere the most in this program, our one and only Patreon sp- uh, sponsor. You can go to uh, patreon.com slash Dutch Hall and you can uh, join her in Dutch Hall royalty where you get all the perks we can come up with. <laughs> um, I don't even know I just hit there. I said this a fucking shut up. <laughs> all right. Sorry about that. Uh, what else? So that's all our sponsors. So every week we ask our listeners to tell us what you think of the show. And uh, we've ended up, as a result, developing wonderful relationships with uh, people from all over the world. And, um, you know, we had a bit of a drought this year. I'm not going to lie to you. Season 8 had some droughts in the feedback department. And uh, it made me think... You can take that as a compliment or, you know, you never know. Yeah. But after a while, you start to think, am I doing this for nobody? Am I just shouting into the ether to the robot, to Russian and Chinese robots or something that are just like pretend listening to our show and then no one's actually listening to this stuff. So then uh, every, this week, and I got to say, every time I get these messages, I'm kind of feeling that way. And this kind of makes me uh, not feel that way for a while. So that's why I like these uh, kind of people that reach out. And today we have a couple of beauties. One of them is part of our Diamond Club, and the reason he became part of our Diamond Club is because he's a terrific listener of our program, and uh, we also have our eyes on his couch in Australia. You know who this is. Ladies and gentlemen, our first piece of uh, feedback is is from our good friend Emil Van Steeg from the Land Down Under in Australia, and Emil... He says to me, he says, he says, he says, he says, he says, still listening, uh, have stopped a lot of the comedy podcasts, but not the Dutch Hall. Oh, boy. There he is. There he is. That's what I mean. So really what he's saying is we are the best yeah. of that. And then he says, started a lot more Second World War podcasts. So which is, you ever d- listen to those? Mm, I listen to History on Fire once in a while. Yeah, you ever get into like a bit of a hit, uh, Hitler, like we just get deep into Hitler stuff? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, that's that's excessive. But yeah. I've, like there's so many documentaries about like Hitler's inner circle. Yeah, you're right. Hitler's yeah. last days, mm-hmm. Hitler's hidden bunker, you know, the uh, in search for Hitler. Yeah. <laughs> I used to watch that one, in search for Hitler, and they were trying to find him in Argentina and stuff. Yeah, they're trying to think about A lot of SS alive. there, right? What? A lot of SS. Yeah, yeah. In in Argentina. Yeah, yeah. Yep. 
Yeah, that's right. Anyway, so anyways, uh, I understand the allure to it. Maybe we'll do a World War II-based uh, uh, podcast for one episode. Germans. Yeah, where we just tell them why the Germans are rotten. <laughs> Should we talk German too? Try. Yeah, we could do at least uh, bad accents while we make fun of how terrible they are. <laughs> the Germans. Wait, Germans, they're terrible. Okay, uh, so let me get on with Emil's uh, thing. He says, uh, World War II podcast, wishing you and yours, which is probably used to, guys. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. Our, I like it. A Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Hey, well, let's give a round of applause to our Diamond Club listener, Emil Van Steeg. Thank you, and of course, the same to you and yours, mm. and uh, we will, um, we promise to be good house guests whenever we show up at your house. Yeah. Um, Imagine that road trip. Fuck. Oof. That's good. I want. I, I dream about traveling. It's. I just want to get somewhere where I can go, uh, because I always feel like every time I want to, I'm just about to leave somewhere, they're like saying, don't go anywhere. <laughs> Anyways, uh, this one here, this one here, I swear to God, this listener has the best timing for that sort of thing I was talking about earlier, Yeah. about when he sends these things, because it just happens once in a while, I will get a piece of feedback from this guy. It always seems to be right about the right time. This one is from our good friend, Bonesy. 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 Bonesy says, hey, Pete, it's Bonesy here. Some quick points. Number one, this is really, it's outlined into a four-point thing. I like it. <laughs> yeah. You like it already, Structured, right? yeah. This is not some, this is not, this This guy does not give this stuff to us every week. He gives it to us once and a while. When it's and, meant. And when he gives, when he puts the time into writing one of these things, he, he, he gives you a full report. Yeah, that's just not willy-nilly. No, it is not willy-nilly. And what it does is it shows that this fella is not a casual listener of our program. No. Uh-huh. This guy is the real fucking deal. Yeah, he's, vet- he's veteran. Yeah. This guy's a veteran. This guy's to be res- to demand our respect, you know? Bonesy. We read his words. We hang on his every word. Mm-hmm. We read it on the program. We break it down. We learn how we can we re- learn from it. We you reflect. Know? We reflect, yeah. <laughs> and then we rejoice. Oh. Right. Bonesy. So, Bonesy. Number one, Bonesy. Uh, number one, I was introduced to the champ about five years ago. Absolutely hilarious. Huh. At the time of my introduction, I was in a very happy state of mind, and I'm sure just about anything was funny at the time. I've since gone back to YouTube and checked it out, and hey, it's still funny. Bonesy. And, and you know what? It is still funny, the oh, champ. Yeah. And just for you. Oh, here we go. Just for you, because... Excuse me, we got a bit of a burp there. Because it's our season uh, eight, uh, eight finale, uh, we will uh, do have uh, the God on the show. <laughs> We're gonna have God come in to do a cameo, doing champ for Bonesy. Holy, right? It's a threefer. That's just point one. <laughs> and then we still got three more points after we do the champ bit, right? Like an essay or a lecture. All right, so let's get this one. Let's see if we can do this one. God, are you ready to, with Locked and Loaded with another champ bit? That's, That's right, Pete. Pete. I had a great story, actually. <laughs> it's about the time you and I met, Pete. Do you remember that? 
I met you <laughs> that time, and then you said to me, you said, you said, hey, champ, I met your wife, Mrs. Champ, before. Uh, she's a big fan of Dutch Hall. Actually, uh, she really enjoys uh, my co-host. You know, she's a huge fan of the beaver. What? Well, I says, pardon? I says, your wife, she loves the beaver. Well, I lose it. I fake the... Oh, I fake the dummy out. The dummy's you with a joke book and the idiot goes for it. Uppercut, left hook, flurry to the solar plexus. And I'm lying over top of them. And I'm like, how's that, Pete? How is that? <laughs> Your wife loves beaver enough for you. <laughs> Ever since I've been the channel. Oh, God. That was a good one. Uh, let's hear it for God. Let's hear it for God, everyone. Yeah. Thank you. That was for Bonesy. One more. <laughs> Point two. Yeah. Point two. The death episodes were quite different. <laughs> yeah, that is a very diplomatic thing to say. And it's spot on. Yeah, it was quite different. <laughs> In all honesty, they were not my favorite episodes. Well, I would say that that is a widely held opinion. <laughs> Consensus. <laughs> yeah. Um, however, nothing ventured, nothing gained. And I agree. That's a, I agree. I don't regret... Uh, making mistakes, you know. That's neither here nor there. No, you do stupid things. Uh, that's the, what you can learn from. You know, you learn what you don't want to do sometimes. Um, point three, episode three eighty two. No, no, that's this is exact. Oh boy, this one, this one, he's precise about. This one, he's precise about. This one, he feels strongly about. And I like this one. Okay. Point three, episode three eighty two with Craig. Oh fucker! No, it just says. Fuck. No, it doesn't say anything. It says exclamation marks and like, you know, like when people write. They want to say fuck, but they don't want to say. They want to say a swear. Can I just say fuck for that? Yeah. But let it be known that Bonesy didn't say fuck. He said a bunch of uh, like squiggles and shit. Bonesy. Okay. So, but I'm going to say fuck. Yeah. He's PG-13 on it. Okay. We we don't do that here. (laughs) Episode 382 with Craig. Fuck. Oh. I was ready to transport myself to the shed and strangle that motherfucker. (laughs) We all know someone who thinks they know everything, but in reality, they tend to have closed minds and do not make very good listeners, which in turn makes them very fucking stupid. (laughs) (laughs) I got to clean up my language, which he actually did with the the swiggles. I dirtied it up. (laughs) <laughs> I so much wanted to debate him whenever he got into economic issues in brackets, my specialty. Yeah, you know, that, imagine how I felt too. Like I'm sitting across the room from him and he's like, I, no matter what I say, he's not going to hear it. And I disagree with most of what he's saying because he's only looking at it from the, there's got to be their evil and I'm good. You know, like, and that's it. It's fucking stupid, man. No, like, no two sides. And he forgot yeah. you're a two time presence at Club yeah, I'm a two time presence Club War Runner, you know? I think yeah. I never heard. You might know might know a thing or two about numbers. Yeah. Plus, I love like economics is my uh, forte. Is well, that's what I was trained, and that's my like formal education. Really, is an economics degree, and uh, well, commerce, which is economics and accounting. You know, 
So, like, that's kind of where, like, I actually liked economics because it's like uh, learning how to, like, uh, figure out patterns that you can predict the future. That's what I think is kind of cool. Anyways, uh, but that's, I get nerd out about that stuff. So, I'm hearing some of the shit he says is like, it doesn't, it's, that's not how it works, you know, like, it's math. You know, you can't argue with how math works. You know, like, no matter if you like the guy, you don't like the guy. Guess what? When you get into politics, if you fucking... If everything the other guy says is wrong, then you're wrong. Right. Because the, no one can be wrong all the time. No, exactly. So, like, if you if you think that the other guy's wrong all the time, then, then you're fucked. You know, like both or the system's fucked, whatever. But you can't have, I always say that about the candidates. It's like, hey, uh, Trudeau, what, say something nice about the conservatives. Nothing. They're terrible at everything. Hey, conservatives, say something nice about the liberals, right? They're like, oh, no, that guy, everything he does is bad. Yeah. You can't give them one thing that you guys agree on that's the right thing to do that you both say, like, let's do it. Like, they, they won't. They just won't admit right. it. Yeah, like not even the. Let's agree on the color of the sky today. Like, no. <laughs> yeah. Plus, yeah. plus another thing Bonesy's saying here, which I want, I think is a is a brilliant point, is that uh, when you're talking to a guy who knows everything, and this is me saying this, right? Like, who is a complete blowhard, know it all? Like, you know that if you listen to the show, like a lot of times I'm pretend I'm talking like I know shit. I don't know what I'm talking about. Like I'm legitimately an idiot, but. When you, when somebody like, if I say something stupid and Kevin points out that I'm saying something stupid, I'm all ears because I don't want to be stupid, right? Like, mm-hmm. like you, that's when I'm shutting up and listening, right? You know, when I know that there's someone smarter than me, like Kevin starts spouting out, well, I've been walking through the halls of uh, this fucking Ivy League school that I've been, uh, vacuuming at and uh <laughs> you know I, I don't concur with that and i think yeah. what you're saying pete it sounds like you're just a drunk <laughs> i'm like oh, point well taken my friend can you tell me what the real answer is but I, honestly like if a person's smarter than me i'm all in like you know like if if we're going to talk about uh horticulture in any way shape or form I'm not going to be telling you stuff. I'm going to be asking you right. stuff. You know what I mean? Right. Like, you're going to know way more than me. I'd be a fool to try to tell you something about Well, you can always you learn know. more, right? That's the, if, if you can accept that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how you become smart is right. by admitting you're stupid. Right. If you <laughs> think you know, you know, that's a surefire way to stop learning, you know? Yeah. Like, if you think you know, you're good at it already. Well, the most or successful you're... people in the world are still taking classes on a yearly basis. To yeah. educate themselves. Yeah. Like, yeah. fuck. They're not doing that for fun. Yeah. Maybe yeah. they'd say it, but you don't have to learn. A lot of... Well, it's because you... Like, and, and because they think they enjoy it, because it keeps them feeling like they're still uh, valid or still have a use in the world, because there's still, there's still more to learn. There's still more to... You're still showing growth within yourself when you're learning, right? So, it's like you're still alive, you know? Right. That's how I look at it, at least. Like, I... But you know, I have it. My kids too. They have intellectual curiosity, and I take it for granted because I've had it my whole life too. Like I'm legitimately interested in everything. Like <clears throat> I'm just like, you tell me something, even if it's a benign fact. Like that has no benefit to me at all. But it, it's an interesting fact. I mean, I'm all ears. Like I like to learn useless facts. I like it. 
you know, like be Cliff Clavin's best friend. Yeah. Like I, th- yeah, that's, yeah, seriously, like full of garbage, my brain, full of it. <laughs> no benefit to me whatsoever, but I got tons of this useless crap in there, but I'm great at trivial pursuit or something, you know? <laughs> Jeopardy. You'd be, you'd be a good yeah. phone a friend for one of those. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Who wants to be a millionaire? Yeah. Yeah. I also have like old, old, like, like show business names, you know, like old, old TV and movie stuff that like before, I, like way before, before my parents' time, you know, like oh shit, that's getting right into it. Like, but but I don't even know how I know it. <laughs> like I I, I must have watched when I was a kid or something, you know, some shit like that. So like you're like one off one of the movies where you can just fucking uh, you can organize the data in your head. Yeah, they used to do this. They used to have this game called CNET. And you put in like clips of movies, and then you they ask questions or whatever. They, they, they my whole family hated hated playing with me. Yeah, because I took the fun out of it. Yeah, you just wiped the slate clean, eh? Yeah, just crushed it. Yeah, wait, now. I know if my million dollar question on a show was something about a seventies or eighties sitcom, I know who I'd. Yeah, fuck, I'm in. I fucking. Be like, they'd be like on the show Facts of Life. I'd be like, just I'm I'm calling a fucking friend yeah. right now. you don't even know the question i don't give a fuck i know who does yeah my like this is legitimately like no like my my whole family when i was a kid they made fun of me because like i would watch tv like in a trance like i would just get so deep in the tv you know like i'd be focused yeah focused yeah they they could talk to me forever i wouldn't hear them nothing like they would have to yeah. throw stuff at me to get my attention and stuff because i would be just sucked into it and even just walking past it i would just get like and then i'd be in like peat land or whatever they they would know where i went so and so uh pete, if, i was if, processing data always <laughs> for today so pete if, if you get a Mini call, call one day from kev <laughs> he's not calling to tell you he's won won the millions no. yet he's no. calling because he needs your help yeah, yeah. Like, you know, like that guy that fucking on the first millionaire. He, oh, he calls to say, "I already know the answer." I'm just calling, calling his it. dad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, that guy. Uh, the guy. That's a balls move, and I really thought it was a good flex. I, I appreciated that about him, but he had that unlikable face. Say eh, that. Guy? Yeah, he did. He, he made had, you just not like him. Well, he had that like Unabomber face looking to him. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm definitely calling. I'm like Pete. I gotta know. Yeah. Who and was Arnold's first girlfriend on different strokes, and he'll know the answer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what? I didn't finish. Arnold's girlfriend on different strokes? I don't know. I'm, I don't even know if he had a girlfriend on that show. Yeah, I don't remember him dating. But, it, but li- listen, I didn't get to the end of point three. Oh, yeah? Okay. Because he said uh, economic issues. He said, I so much wanted to debate him whenever he got into economic issues. He puts in brackets my specialty. And illustrate... How vacuous he was. What a word. Yeah. And because he assumed you would say that, Kevin. Oh, yeah. He put in brackets after vacuous, empty-headed. Ah, oh, thank thank God. Because he assumed that us three knuckleheads aren't going to have a fucking clue what vacuous means. <laughs> I like the word. Now I know what it means. I like the word, but I have no idea. It means empty-headed, Beaver. It means Thanks, empty-headed. Bonesy. Empty-headed, okay. Thank you, you know what, Bonesy? You make us all better around yeah, here. I learned something today. And I'm not going to disagree with you on the Craig thing. In fact, I felt all those things. I don't, it was Kevin went for a piss, and everything went for shit. And I came, yeah, I came back in, and he was being completely vacuous. But you're right; he does. Uh, <laughs> he does. Um, he he does think he knows too much, man. Mm. Anyways, uh, 
Point four. This is the last point here. Point four. It's like great feedback. Yeah, it is. It is great. This is like the most intense feedback I've ever. Heard. Yeah, I mean, this guy's. This guy's actually. And I like it. He's actually helping us here. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Four reason show format. Uh, change can be difficult, but there's no growth without it. So keep the head up and carry on, my friend. And I got to tell you, a message like that, and this is usually how he ends with something like that, like keep keep on doing it, you know? And uh, sometimes when you're doing this shit, because there is no money in it, there really is no money in it. And so when you do it, you're doing it for something else, for another reason. And the... And the and you want sometimes you want to talk yourself out of doing it. There's no question. And then when you get a message that says keep on doing it, it seems like nothing to the person that's writing it, but to the person that's reading it, it means a lot because it does make me want to keep on doing it. Right, because it, sh- it makes the show have meaning. <laughs> yeah, I'm not just yeah. doing it for me. I'm doing it for Bonesy too, and I'm doing it for Emil, and I'm doing it for Lori. And I'm doing it for Jen Husko, you know, I mean, the people like that, and then they are enjoying it, and then we keep doing it. And we're doing it for the people we don't know. That's right. And for ourselves. And those people, I would love it if they would make themselves known yeah. by giving us a piece of feedback at livefromthedutchhallgmail.com, and then you can join the list. Mm-hmm. But I have to say, I just mentioned some people there. When I was shouting out the names, <clears throat> I mentioned... Jen Husko, she's our queen. Mm-hmm. I mentioned uh, Emil and Stieg, who is uh, a Diamond Club member. Yeah. I mentioned Lori Paul, also a Diamond Club member. So, ladies and gentlemen, I feel it's only fitting if on this, the last episode of season eight, we ceremonially add another person to our Diamond Club. I Who's like it, it. going to be? I need a drum roll, Kevin. This time, don't fuck it up and make me do it. There you go. <laughs> well, I'll do it again. It's Bonesy, everybody. It's Bonesy. Oh, yeah. You do not write thoughtful feedback like this and not uh, enter into our Diamond Club. Uh, thank you very much, Bonesy. Honestly, I really do appreciate it, and thank you for always uh, reaching out to us. It is really, really appreciated. And thank you to everyone that listens and provides us with feedback. And you know how you can do that. You just do it live from DutchHallGmail.com or TheDutchHallGmail.com or Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn. Snail mail, smoke signals. Yeah. I won't do TikTok. Fuck it. Paper airplane. Uh, Yeah, I'll do paper airplane. (laughs) Message in a bottle. All that stuff. Now, uh, one thing we have not done. Next, we did the... uh, we did the uh, God bit. Mm. We did uh, uh, feedback. Wow, oh, damn it. <laughs> what we have to do is a toast right wow. now. A toast that we have here. We usually do this at the beginning, but this time we forgot because I don't have a bartender. But uh, maybe we should be bringing back a bartender. Maybe. Uh, anyways, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I want to thank the cast. This includes the robot. His hands are full. <laughs> and we will, uh, but a toast uh, the season eight all stars. Here's to a bunch more years of the Dutch Hall, everyone. It's been Here fun. Mm. <sighs> nice whiskey. Woo-hoo. Nice way to wet the old whistle. Yucky. Woo-hoo. Anyway, so.
Ooh, that gets me hot in that breath. <laughs> okay, so we're going to go. Um, so we did the toes. I do have to tell you this story. I have to tell you this story about uh, about uh, me and Robot Dave. Me and Robot Dave, uh, we went on an excursion this week. Right? We went on an excursion. You went on a tour. Oh, yeah. Me and Robot Dave here, we went. Uh, uh, it turns out, like, he's feeling very, like, uh, cooped up in the uh, Dutch Hall and because he was born here that's where I built him <laughs> and he's only lived here and he feels like um, he feels a little isolated he feels a all, little all alone you know sucks balls yeah he does not like it you know? <laughs> he does not like it right <laughs> yeah. uh, so he says to me he's like he wants to get out he wants to uh, go on this outing he's got this idea for an outing and he wants to go with me and do you remember the reason why you said that you wanted to go on this outing? Right. So I could feel good about myself? Yeah, so you could <laughs> feel good about yourself. That's right. So you could feel good about yourself. <laughs> and he says to me, he goes, I want to go to this uh, uh, Santa's village. He wants to go to one of these Santa's villages, you know? He says because they have these animatronics, these animatronic elves. Oh, okay. He couldn't stop going on about these animatronic elves. So he wanted to become one with his people. Oh. I don't, uh, he says, these elves, you're going to want to see these elves. He goes, they're such a draw. You know, people come from everywhere to see these elves, you know, something I'm like that. I'm not going to lie to you, Pete. It sounded like he was going to wanted to go a little AWOL on you here. <laughs> yeah. You, it sucks right? people in, though, right? You think, these, <laughs> <laughs> you think the elves suck people in, yeah. <laughs> You think the elves suck people in? <laughs> Anyways, we get to this place, and um, sure as shit, he's just like fucking bouncing, you know? He's excited to be there, right? And he fucking beelines it for these animatronic elves that are like around Santa's little workshop there, and they're just like, you know, like pretending they're making toys or whatever it is, right. you know? Well, there's one of them that's like a little, I guess they're trying to represent the world, you know? Well, doesn't this guy go right for the uh, the one brown little elf that's like wearing a, like a sombrero? You know, <laughs> you know, I have a soft spot for Mexicans. Yeah, <laughs> we know, we do know that, we do know that. <laughs> and uh, so he goes right for this one, and he's like uh, just gawking at it, just gawking <laughs> at it, you know. And then, then, then he starts shouting out. Remember what you shouted out first? It's like a school bus boner. <laughs> yeah, he keeps yeah, he keeps yelling that he's got a school bus boner, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's hilarious, right? He loved it. So then after that, and I can see the guy's like tugging at himself, like <laughs> just, he's already doing it again. He's been doing yeah. it the whole goddamn at show. Least this isn't in front of like a nativity scene or something. <laughs> yeah, thank goodness. <laughs> thank goodness. Yeah, the next thing, then he's then he's like, the, what did you yell after that? You're in your nutsack, man. <laughs> <laughs> My goodness gracious, I'm like, get some decorum here. Yeah, you know, like, this kidding. is uh, for, meant for children and stuff like that. Like, what's wrong with you? Like, do you picture, like, is this your fetish? Is this your kink, dude? Is it that you just, like, picture these elves, like, like them making toys and shit? Is, it, is that what turns you on? Or you picture them making toys and that's what gets you... Going? I prefer to think it's that they're in like a bathtub with candles lit. 
fuck. What a guy. Really? That's what you do. Little, little like Mexican elves in bathtubs with candles lit. That's what gets you going. <laughs> All right. What do you do? <laughs> like, uh, do you even like? Do you even have genitals? Like, what do you like? Uh, I thought you just had like a wire. I'm pretty sure I built you. You just have a like a wire lap. You know, like how do you? Uh, I think he's evolved. Maybe I think he's evolved. He's because uh, he looks like he's holding on to uh, somewhat of a, a minute rod. <laughs> is that uh, is that what you do? Like, what do you what do you do? Do you have to do anything special to like get yourself going? Put some lubricant in there. <laughs> yeah, some lube in there. Fuck lube. Yeah, fuck lube. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, we're both against lube. We're gonna talk about that later. Anyways, well, you do what you got to do, uh, Charter Joe. Well, you do what you got to do. Don't live your life in regret. <laughs> I got to tell you, the one thing that did bother me was when the families did come in, and he's shouting and carrying on, you know, and there's, like, kids and stuff. And, like, remember that one lady said that, uh, you know, can you please, like, uh, control yourself because you're, uh, you're starting to, uh, you know, uh, um, upset. You know, give my daughter upsetting memories. Scarring is maybe a better word. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck me, wow. man. He's all about it. Yeah. Well, anyways, what I got to tell you, David, next time I do take you out in public, you need to not do that stuff. That's a wisdom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, put the old chains on, eh? You're going to have to hold, the, hold, hold them down a little bit. I am going to have to hold them down. Is that uh, so? Thanks a lot, anyways, uh, uh, Robert Dave. I hope you had a good time. Thanks a lot, Pete. And I was just wondering, are you going to sit there and uh, grip at that uh, that wang of yours uh, for the rest of the show? I don't know. I should be zooming on that for the. Uh, <laughs> I can maybe still His gloves. You do got grip on them. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He's got a good. He's got a good grip on that hammer. Is that a, so? That <laughs> is that how you're going to spend the rest of the show? Just gripping on your uh, pecker like that? It sure is. All right. Well, <laughs> you be you, Chatters. You be you. Yeah. Nice job. No judgment. Anyways, that's uh, our excursion. It's never a dull week with this no, guy. No, sounds of it. Never a dull week. Yeah, why, what's your problem, man? No, not a problem. I enjoy my time with you. I do. It's just <laughs> interesting because yeah. you're uh, out of your mind. Oh, that's oh, fantastic. All right. Um, so we did. Uh, well, boy, we've done so much. I just want to say, this is the last of season eight, right? This is the last of season eight. And uh, we usually set some goals at the end of the year, like New Year's goals, you know? I got a couple that I have set. Because of the conversation we got a couple weeks ago, I know that uh, what we have to do is uh, try to, in some way, in 2022, reunite the nocturnal emissions. Yeah. We need to, yeah. In some way, shape, or form, we will bring the nocturnal emissions back to life. That is a promise for 2022. Um, also, I'm going to throw this one out at you. We get good snow this year. What about doing a show in an actual warm-up shack? I like that Ooh. style. Where snowmobiles come in 
and like in and out when they're warming up or whatever. Fuck We're yeah. just there setting up shop. Fuck mm-hmm. yeah. And then uh, we could just like chat with them as they come in and out. Yeah. All you need is a case of beer and a fire. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be a fucking great way to spend a day, actually. We could fuck around like this on mics and just record uh, bullshit with like everyone that comes Everybody through. Everybody that comes in. Yeah. Oh. Anyways, I think that sounds like Start a- at my house and sled to the, sh- the warm-up shack. Yeah. I'm going to borrow some sled. Maybe nice. I'll just drive the gear so I stay off of and, things. Like and the warm up shack's not far away. Like we'll go to like, we got like two options. We can go probably for space reasons. Our best bet would be like Van Horn's shack because it's like an old stick hill. Oh really? Yeah, it's literally an old stick hill. Perfect. I want to do that. And also, I'm looking at live uh, other live gigs too. But I, I'm looking for look different kind of weird locations. Like I'd like to do guys shop or like a barn or like Swazi's warm-up shack all the sleds in front of that place when it snows oh yeah Swazi's I think we will definitely do another show in 2022 if the world lets us if you did like a yeah like you're talking like like a hit, hit the old workshop up somebody's workshop and get a perspective yeah we did one way back when I don't know how many seasons ago we did one we started doing like on location shows mm-hmm and we did one of my brother-in-law's uh, backyard, like, uh, drinking hole. And he brought a bunch of people from the from Waterford around. And it was actually fun, but I was just... It was one of those things where you put the cart before the horse, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't, I wasn't savvy enough as a comic at that time to be able to, yeah, to, you, to you, pull it off, you know? You almost wish your blood now was... Or you're, you were now. Yeah, me now if I was back doing that, which is why maybe we should do it again in 2022 because I know I'd do a lot better. Because like a lot of those people never heard a podcast in their life and they're sitting there on one and they don't know what they're listening to or what it is. Yeah. They don't know even what... The concept. The concept of it is, yeah. you know, just talking. Like they don't get it, right? right. And then uh, by the end of it, they started to kind of like get more comfortable and into it and stuff. Mm-hmm. But it was one of those things I know now how I could work it yeah, better. Yeah, like ultimate crowd work for you. Yeah, and plus you'd have, and that's what I think is more fun too if you can like kind of play with a live audience. And uh, oh my I God. just think whenever this fucking shit is done, a live audience, like people are going to be fucking jacked about. To do anything. Yeah, like when it's done, done, and then they're going to be jacked to do. You're going to see some extremes. Yeah, you're going to see extreme of extremes. Yeah. Yeah, I'm hoping at least that's what I want. Is Even that... when God showed up last week, like, that was great. Ah, that's just a gift. That was a From himself, really. Yeah. 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 And we embraced it. Yeah. Um. So that's it. Uh, Goals-wise, I don't know. I can't, you guys got anything you want to accomplish? Low standards, my friend. You want to, uh, I want to remain on the Armenian charts. Yeah. There's no question about that. Maybe get to Australia. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm sleep on that couch. To, I'm pushing to inspire somebody. I think you need a little friend. I, still, I still do. That is, I, sorry, that's a goal. Oh, You're goal, right. yeah. Beaver has to get a little person to um, publicly say they're his friend. Yeah, no, that's a goal. That's and that's a tough one, but it's I. It's in the realm of possible i think yeah, it's, it's something you generally want too it's i do yep i do i genuinely want okay beaver can you give me a number between one and seventy five hundred? <laughs> wow 
Uh, $74.99. Oh, my goodness. You're going to take me right to the end of the... (laughs) (laughs) Save the best for last. Okay. Let me see. This might be a bad move, though. Uh, No, we don't. It ends at $74.74. Oh, okay. Uh, But I'll still give you the second last one. Okay. Here's to the ladies, first in our hearts and first in our wallets. No. Oh. Oh. That's a, that is a, that is literal. All right. I'd like to go to a store. <laughs> I'm going to go to, uh. Pete's going to go to a more, <laughs> more representable section of the book. Uh, okay. Uh. Say that, say that again, Pete. That was, that was a cliffhanger. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is what. What's your, uh. What's your, uh, <laughs> I don't know, it sucks. I almost felt I don't want to do it. I, I, I want to do something that doesn't suck. Mexico. <laughs> no, I don't want to do Mexican jokes. Okay, parties. Here's a good one. <laughs> uh, I want to do, I want to do, okay, offside. That's better. Uh, here okay. we go. All right, here we go. Towards the, uh, closing time, uh, <laughs> towards, <laughs> Towards clo- okay, I got this joke. I got this joke now. Towards closing time in a bar, a man fell off his stool and couldn't get back up. Uh, watching him struggle to stand on his own two feet, a stranger took pity on the poor drunk and offered to drive him home. Uh, he was in such a bad way that the uh, he had to be dragged to the car. Like the guy's just dragging him in the car. You know, yeah, that's too bad. You know, finally they get this fucking puddle of a mess to his house you know the stranger just realizes that the this goddamn drunk he's not even gonna make it up his uh his his, his front drive you know yeah this is a good fucking samaritan right here mm-hmm. yeah so he carries him right to the door you know and then the wife answers the door uh and the guy says to him like listen i've uh, brought your husband home from the bar uh, um because i'm afraid he's just not capable of standing up let alone walking you know like so I brought him up here, and the wife says, uh, "I understand, you know, but tell me, oh, where's his wheelchair?" Oh, shit. yeah. <laughs> he was wasted, but he was also crippled. In <laughs> you like that one, Dave? That yeah. was good. Yeah, there we go. So we got the uh, joke book out of the way. That's our last. That was our last uh, uh, piece of business before a big closer, Beaver. Yeah, it's a big closer. For season eight, we're closing out season eight with this last bit that Beaver and I came up with, and it is that we are, Kevin, me and Beaver are both going public with this. Yeah. We are both anti-lube. We're taking a stand on anti-lube. We think that it's dishonest. (laughs) It's just basically lying to us. And it's heavily, like, advertised in the, in, in, like, life right now. Like it's just a normal uh, thing. Yeah, like but you know what necessary. it is? It's cheating, too. It's cheating. You're cheating. If not- you're a man and you're leaning too heavily on lube, you know what you are, my friend? Is you are not doing the work. You are you know? cheating on your soul. You're not making that natural lube happen. No, no. you got to work harder. Mm-hmm. If she's got a medical condition and you have a doctor's note, that's one thing. <laughs> you got to provide that medical note. <laughs> but if you're coming in there without a doctor's note and just saying, like, no, no, it's not you. It's just, like, my condition or whatever. Like, fuck no. I'm going in there. I'm gobbing in your puss. 
<laughs> hey, you can't hit a home run without swinging the bat, man. Yeah, you gotta warm that stuff up. You can't you can't run it cold. It's like a diesel engine, you know. Well, it's trying to skip the adventure. Life's an adventure. You gotta fucking run it. Yeah, you gotta turn the key yeah. part way. Part way, at least. It's making people. Lazy. We're not. Hey, Kev, we're not saying yeah. either. We're like shortcut. No one's hitting an A game every time. Yeah, it's nothing wrong with admitting that, but it's the effort. Yeah, and yeah. The effort does not require you to grab a fucking tube of God knows what that smells like God knows what. I gotta tell you, if um, if you need that loop, I didn't do my job. And vice versa, if I'm having erectile dysfunction uh, of some <laughs> without sort. Without a doctor's note? Without a doctor's note, that is your fault. <laughs> and now, Pete, <laughs> no, Pete, we also have to go along the spectrum of uh, some women would say, oh, it's necessary. It's necessary. I have to have it. Um, how about you try not having it and find someone that can go without using it? You know when you need it? You have to have it for anal, I would say. <laughs> Very okay, yeah, but hold on. We're on the diff we're on the yeah. different slope. Yeah, the anal no problems with it. I have I have no issues with it in that context. You want to stir a, a hot bowl of chili, you're gonna need some a good spoon in there. Like, <laughs> wow. Like those are words to live by. Wow. Well, yeah. That's uh, going in your book of Proverbs right there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, we need someone cataloging this. Hey, Beaver's Book of Wisdom. Subscribe. <laughs> put together Beaver's Book of Wisdom. Is that the title of the show right there? I forget what it was. Something about chili and a hot <laughs> spoon or something. Yeah. If you're going to, yeah. <laughs> we have to roll back the tape. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah, yeah, you know what you mean. I know what you mean. I'm talking here about vaginal, the use of vaginal lube. Keyword vaginal. Yes. Yeah. You got to use it for the butthole because it's not a self-lubricating hole. Right. What you're doing is you're going a place where you're not supposed to go. It's like Mars. Right. You know? <laughs> we want to, yeah. You, the vagina is Earth and the asshole's Mars. You know? Yeah. <laughs> it's not meant for... Yeah. Earth's already colonized. Let's you could just call go. it Uranus. Oh, oh, yeah. 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 The atmosphere is... Uninhabitable. Yeah, it's shitty in there. Yeah. Oh, I see what you did there. Yeah, it's yeah. poop. Yeah. It's uh, fucking strands of celery in there. <laughs> yeah, just... Unknown peanuts. There just needs to be... if it, it needs to be more effort. More effort. Yeah. So lube is making men lazy. Yeah, yes. it's making men lazy. It's making women liars. Ah. They need to... To themselves. To themselves and to the, the guy. If, if you think... That that lady's using lube and you are good at what you're doing. You're you're, you're, you're fooling yourself, my friend. Yes. Yeah. And it is no it's no pump up situation. No pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you, who doesn't lean lean on lube. It's any of us fuckers in here. No. Because we're all real men. Fuck yeah. Yeah. What we do is we fucking do, we make sure that we do the work. We do the work. We put right. it in. You put in the effort. Yeah. We got fingers. Even in even in a fast situation. So you got to put a little bit of quick work in. Yeah, yeah. You just got to get better at what you're doing. Nobody, yeah. nobody's, nobody's fucking professionals here. Oh. Yeah. And women, you know, we're doing all this stuff, talking about how we're going to make you happy and what is our job. Listen, this is what you got to do. Just don't care about any of that stuff. Just grab our dick, you know, yeah. then, then let nature take its course. Right. <laughs> but uh, mostly 
Get that dick inside you, you know? <laughs> <laughs> That's this is the thing. Pete's book of Proverbs. That's right the thing here. you got to concentrate on. <laughs> inside you as fast as you can. Yeah. Because that's where it, like it's it's happiest. Any of your orifices will do, mm. mostly. Mostly, right? go on a nostril. Yeah, nobody wants a nostril. No. It's not meant for it. I'll take the big three. <laughs> <laughs> the big three. Yeah, they don't put ear holes or nostrils on a blow up. No, no, no reason. Yeah, because people would fuck them. Mm. They would. Somebody, some weird person would get caught fucking them. Yeah, if they put five holes on a blow up doll, you're gonna put your dick in all five of them. You know. Yeah. You could just put like uh, like the a random hole by accident. You put someone put their dick in there. That'd be an embarrassing trip to the hospital, wouldn't it? Yeah. I got my dick stuck in a nostril. I caught up dolls. I got one hell of a story in the <laughs> and it's awkward as fuck. And take it as you see it or as you listen to it. But speaking of orifices, uh this this one guy we used to hang out, crazy motherfucker. Like I was twenty five, he was like sixty. <laughs> like one of those like and he was like fucking, you know, like Don Vito on Bam Margera's show. <laughs> Don Vito, like a fucking, he was like the guy that would do anything, but thought a lot of himself, but he was fucking hilarious. He was fucking crazy. Right, right. Wore a hat that said fucking crazy. <laughs> no shit. Okay. As advertised. As advertised. Anyways, he's telling he's telling us a story about fucking how he, uh, he's like, Derek, yeah, fucking one day I'm, we're younger and come around the side of the chicken coop and there's good my good old brother and uh, he's fucking the chicken <laughs> ran out of orifices so he found the next one i'm like that's fucking gross he's fucking a chicken for reals for real man oh man i'm like you seriously caught then i questioned him i'm like of the legitimate see of the story yeah he's like nope i'll fucking call him up right now Derek. <laughs> tell him he's a chicken fucker <laughs> Not to ask him if he's the story's real. Just call him a chicken fucker. <laughs> you fuck one chicken. Yeah, yeah there you You're go. A chicken fucker. It yeah, was offside. That is offside. And I think that's 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 uh, that's the way we are in here. It's offside. So I can throw. <laughs> that yeah, but I also I also think that that uh, none of us here fuck chickens. You know? No, no, fuck no. no. I don't think that. Uh, I'm talking offside. Is it? Well, Kevin, maybe. <laughs> I'm talking. If I had to say one of us fucked a chicken. <laughs> you have to pick which one of us fucked a chicken. I'd say Joe. No, he's not here. Of course, Joe would have I, fucked the chicken if he's here. Like, yeah. yeah, anything. That's that's deplorable. No that's how. That's how much respect I have for the three of us, though. Yeah, yeah. I just say a name that's not. He always tries not to play the game, Beaver. Eh? He always yeah. like this for the, <laughs> the game is making it hard. But I would say Cap would be the most likely to fuck a chicken, <laughs> and that's just because I get, he doesn't give you information. Oh yeah, he'd be the most likely to be able to keep the secret of fucking a chicken. He would. Whereas if I fucked a chicken, and you'd know about it right after I fucked the, the chicken. Next, yeah, 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 in a minute. Yeah, I'd probably live stream it. Look <laughs> <laughs> what I'm doing. Yeah, I'm playing yeah. the chicken. I couldn't yeah. stop thinking about it since Beaver told the story. <laughs> nothing nothing can go wrong. Uh, yeah, what's this? If an egg can fit out of there, why can't I? Yeah. I don't think I want to fuck a chicken, though. They're not attractive to me. <laughs> don't pick I an ugly you, one. Hey, was that guy's uh, brother Gonzo from the Muppets? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I, was, I was not going to lie. I was traumatized when I heard the story because I'm like, that's extreme. You fucked an animal. That's gross. He must have lived in the And that animal there. was not was held against its will. Yep. I don't even know what a chicken's asshole would look like or its vagina or whatever, you know. Like yeah, that. I don't know what that you is. You ever looked under a chicken to see what kind of holes it's got under there? Nope. 
You know, they say the, the vagina that's most like a human's is the sheep's. Oh, yeah? Really? Yeah, and then the pig. Hmm. I never would have thought. I never thought. I went to a, you ever been in a sow barn where they got them all lined up to be inseminated? They're pussies out. No, I've never been in a, on a pig farm, actually. Oh, really? Nope. Oh, I've been in so many. And then they, <laughs> they've... Uh, that sounds great. I was in a lot of pig barns. They used to work in Stratford. <laughs> and all they had was pig barns. They had a road called Hog Road up there, Pig Road or something. Yeah, man. It's just all hog barns up there. Yeah. You'd go and see a whole bunch of pigs lined up, and then there'd be some guy shoving a turkey baster in their pussy. You'd go one to the next, just another turkey baster shoving another one's pussy. Then there'd be like these big, huge boars that'd go by just getting them riled up so that they would be like they would be easier to inseminate or whatever. Oh, okay. But those guys never get to bust a nut. Mm. Yeah, it sucks. Where do they get it from? Where do you get the jizz from? Yeah. That's no, probably shipped in. And like a, one of those like genetics uh, factories. Like, just so they got one in, they got like one in Guelph. Or I, know, I don't know if it's for pork, though, but it's for beef. I know. I didn't work uh, in there. But, uh, Gencore. They just jerk off like bulls and stuff. Yeah, all that shit's got to be like fucking controlled heavily. Yeah. Otherwise, it fucked genetics up. Yeah. yeah, those people consider themselves like genetics lab nerds, but they really are jerking off animals all day. Flawless. Right. right. And on a fucking, yeah, that's their full-time job. But like, that's like calling a fucking... Jizz. They're dealing jizz it's all like day. Calling a, it's like calling the garbage man a fucking disposal engineer. Sanitation yeah, yeah. engineer, yeah. Yeah, sanitation engineer. It's sorry. pretty crazy what they do with that jizz, though. <laughs> that is crazy. Like, that's valuable stuff. And then they, po- <laughs> they pinpoint like certain aspects that... In order to get the best oh, my, thing, right? My wife, uh, friends of their families, they have they they run in like a horse breeding farm, and they said like they ship in like a fucking like it's a tube full of like horse sperm, like it's a fucking and it like like thousands of dollars for yeah. a fucking tube, and like they got a certain amount of time, they got to fucking go get that in her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We saw them collect uh, oysters in winter in Tennessee. That'd be awkward. I saw it in Yellowstone the other night, that TV show. Yeah, really? Yeah. Look like a big leather pouch. Oh yeah, yeah. A, little, a little satchel. Yeah, I this was know. like a pommel horse thing that they that yeah. they were, on, and then they jump up into it and they put the collector, yeah, the thing onto his wanger. And he just into it, and they yeah. then they pour it all over their face and chest. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong show. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> um. So that's, uh, <laughs> that's is that how, it? Is that that's, how, that's how we're going to end it. We end it with the face and chest thing? <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's good. This has been season eight, I think, because I don't think we're doing enough. This one comes out yeah. the, next week, and then we're in the next year. And hey, guys, this has been fun. Yeah, yeah that's right. It has been, been fun. fun. Yep. Thank you to everybody that's still with us. If you'd like to, well, and everyone have a happy holidays, have a, and we hope you have a great and happy new year. And all this crap is soon behind us. And uh, everyone out there, no matter where you are in the world, uh, we really uh, want you to enjoy yourself this holiday season. And thank you so much for listening to our program. Mm -hmm. And until next week, we will see you, NT. See you next Thursday. Hit it, Kev! Put away the fucking loot. I'm gonna take all these out of the stock. He's just so guilty. That's it. Yeah, once in a while, once in a while.
No. Taking fire. All right. Oh, I gotta stop this somehow. Mm. What did I say there? Something about chili? <laughs> a spoon and stuff. How do you stop? Stir your asshole 